0: Rabbi Shahli Satri Sirli Amri Wahl Otatan Millisani Yaf Kaw Kawli Ama Bat Asalam Alaikum Rahmutullah Prakatu. Alhamdulillah Bla Alameen, O of Thanks do to, to Allah. Hi everyone, I hope you are good and well in good health and imam of faith, inshallah. And in today's episode is part two with our conversation with Sheikh Ali Yusuf and life lessons we can learn from the Sheikh. and inshallah... And the goal of these interviews is that through conversation we are able to learn from other people's life lessons which helps you to think and reflect on yourself and to be able to make better decisions and get a better understanding of yourself and your world. So inshallah, I hope you will listen, learn and the ideas will stimulate your mind. So inshallah, we'll continue and pick up on on the theme of Social media and time management, inshallah. So without further ado, we'll continue, inshallah. Enjoy. You recently stopped using social media, so i have go on here. Can you tell us about why and how you recently started limiting your social media? Yes,
1: because uh, I realized that I was using social media. I've never used Facebook anyway, to start with. My, the ones I used to use most of the time were either WhatsApp or, mm. or Snapchat. So I realized I was spending a lot of time on those. And then I realized that sometimes my daughter would come to me and I'm in the middle of replying a message. And yeah. then she would say, she would ask me a question and I would get agitated. And I would say, wait, can you not see I'm busy. Yeah. Then one day I was sitting down and I said to myself, you know what? This message or my daughter, which was more important.
0: Yeah. Subhanallah. Yeah.
1: I said, I need to give her time. So I, I put away my, that's, until now, my WhatsApp doesn't have no notifications. And, yeah. and I use WhatsApp because for work most of the time and for family yeah. just to stay in touch. Um, in terms of Snapchat, I started giving reminders lately. So someone said to me, rather than you leaving completely, he said to me, why don't you make it as a waqaf for your mother mm. and put some Allah and put some uh, reminders in there so you mm. are doing it like, so she can get the ajara and you can get the agenda at the same time yeah. so, and i was like oh wonderful idea so now that's why i'm sending reminders on whatsapp
0: and yeah. reminders on
1: the snapchat just yeah. to give you purpose. But in terms of social media i'll be honest with you um mm. it's one of the it's a drug like it's an mm. addiction so in order for you to leave it it's same you have to go through the same process to stop smoking so it's going to be difficult <laughs> you have to make that decision you say okay right where? Here or here? Which one? Which one is more important? My family or, or or the WhatsApp crew or the Snapchat crew yeah. or the Facebook crew? Or uh, Nowadays, you have so many of them now. Somebody was telling yeah. me they had a TikTok, they had a Wick walk. I, 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 lost, I lost count.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so now the only yeah. ones I've used that actually is email, which is for work, actually. And I, I don't check that regularly. Uh, my WhatsApp and Snapchat. And these are purely for family Good. communication Good. and reminders and and Good. sometimes to get my my podcast from Ibrahim as well so if I leave yeah. WhatsApp, I won't be able to get to get the podcast
0: So yeah, nice, nice. you know when you reminded me about that story you might need to write a book about it because I forgot what his name is I wish I haven't actually read that book but I yeah. saw an interview with the guy his name is L something but the second name slipped my mind anyway mm. but the book Is called Indistractable, the book. He's wrote another book about habits. I haven't read, watched the lecture about him. So both those books are on my list, inshallah. Two books that are, you know, in my radar to read, inshallah. But he was telling the story. And so he's wrote a whole book called Indistractable. And it's a similar story to like yours. He said one day he was texting something and his little daughter was talking to him, just like the same situation as you. And then he's kind of like, she, she, similar to you like that he just got you know when you're trying to do something and you get annoyed or you're in the busy and distracted and that, then he realized is he choosing the phone over his daughter and then she said something and then he didn't know what she said so that day he, that's when that, he, that, that was a trigger for him and the guy's gone on to write that book so maybe there's a potential book there for you too <laughs> oh my <laughs> <Indistractable>. god <laughs> so he's he's researched about that and He's saying that, so, and one of the things, the subtitle of the book was quite interesting. I stole the subtitle since then. It says, Mm. and control your attention and you can choose the life you want. So if you control your attention, you can choose the life you want. Because that's what we're saying. Because if you look at attention, Mm. wherever your attention goes is where your energy, and where your energy goes. Or someone said where focus goes, energy flows. (laughs) Which more poetically. So because as soon as your energy, attention is on something, Yeah. Boom! Your your wahti and your emotions go there too, don't they? Because you're all focused, you're engaged. Still, it? it's engaged, you know. You're engaged. People so, can see
1: people can see for hours and and not realize uh, that they actually
0: yeah. <laughs> and it's that, that's why you know that reminds me because that's why I'm saying that's the thing with bad habits, isn't it? Because the bad habits is like is Allah it's the test of Allah. Like they reward us now. It's like mm-hmm. if you can watch a game of football for an hour and a half. Yep. Yeah. But you can't sit there for an Islamic lecture for an hour and a half. Never. We <laughs> see? Never.
1: It actually, it's like uh, you just mentioned now, uh, in, terms of, uh, in terms of the time, the essence of time. For me, yeah. I value your time. And, yeah. and the Prophet wasallam uh, has given us a hadith, authentic hadith, which says uh, uh, you have to take benefit five before five. So one of them, yeah. he said, nice. your time before you become busy. Yeah. But I mean, some of the ulamas they say, beca- be- be- before you become ill, before you get yeah. married, and you become busy with your family,
0: before yeah. you get
1: uh, something else, and that. So I'll put it this way: now, for for about two years now, if mm. I say to you, I've only watched three months, which are life in two yeah. years now. I stopped that. I saw that as a waste of time. I'm a, I'm a, yeah. I'm a I used to be a diehard Liverpool fan,
0: <laughs>
1: uh, <laughs> and I used to watch to Liverpool. One of the coming on, I used to get excited, and then. Get the tea yeah. ready, get the biscuit ready, sit in front of the TV. And then I thought yeah. to myself, one day, see, thoughts again, and it trigger.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. thought process, yeah.
1: This guy is getting paid millions and yeah. millions of pounds. I'm here, you know. I mean, he's struggling to pay off the rents. <laughs> he's not yeah. gonna give me 50,000 a year, forget about yeah. a day. I said, Why yeah. would I spend one hour and 30 minutes just to watch these guys kicking a ball, man?
0: Yeah.
1: I said. I said, forget it. So now, I only check the highlight. Yeah. Just
0: to see we live with police. So, <laughs> YouTube, yeah, YouTube.
1: <laughs> 30 yeah. seconds highlight. See the right. goals, that's it. Done. yeah. Yeah. So, so yeah, time is so very yeah. important.
0: Which reminds me of a quote. says, how you use your time and how you use your days is how you spend your life. So it's kind of like evaluating what you value or what you consider important. Because that's what I'm saying. It's a trigger, is it? It's like a thought process. Because also that trigger, that's what I'm saying. It's your conscious, is it? Your demir. It's like a, your demir is, is like a, you can judge it. You can judge right and wrong with your demir if you know, if you, right, if you listen to your feelings, in it?
1: And when you reach a certain, put like, it this way. That's why they mm. say, uh, you know, shikma, wisdom. Mm. Is putting things in the right place. It says, Hikmah is al shay'un ila makani. So, like, you're trying to put things under the right place. So, now, Hikmah, in the the Mayut al-Hikmah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gives Hikmah the ones that He loves, like Luqman alayhi salam. So, put it this way: if you have, this is a wisdom. For you to Mm. stop something is not only that it triggers or something else, but it's actually a wisdom. You're thinking to yourself, you know what? What is the benefit? (coughs) What am I going Mm. to benefit from this? Now, if you would have said to me, come and play football for 90 minutes, I would play for two hours, no problem. Because I'm exercising, I'm socialising. But Mm. if I sit there and I do nothing, I just watch a game and I drink tea, I think to myself, electricity, water, sugar, tea bag, all these cost money.
0: And my time time. as
1: well, which is priceless. So (laughs) I would rather spend my time on something else. Yeah.
0: It's different between knowledge and wisdom, in it? Like, knowledge, like wisdom, knowledge you can have, but wisdom is kind of like pointing things, like you said. Absolutely. In, in and, like, and making good judgment, in a Good judgment. Yeah, and just,
1: and just to add on, your favorite reciter, uh, Khalid al-Jalil, on the other day, he was reading the ayah, in Surah yeah. Al-Furqan, where it says, yeah. So I, 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 that triggered for me to go back and read the translation of the ayah. So I read it before, but as a refresher. So I went yeah. back and then the ayah continues, the Qur'an continues and at the end it mentions, mm-hmm. like someone who is out there and, and, and busy in themselves with things that doesn't concern them. Yeah. So these are the righteous, or the, yeah. the, the chosen ones by Allah Subhanahu wa Taala are the ones who leave off things that mm. does not benefit them. So for yeah. you leaving something that doesn't that doesn't benefit you, mm. it comes back to that. Alwakt, as uh, some of the Sahabas used to say, time is like uh, is, is 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 like a sword, and if yeah. you don't cut it, it will cut you. So <laughs> yeah. you always have to be using utilizing your time is very important. Yeah. Very important.
0: Yeah. You know, you know, you reminded me, you know, and Luqman al-Hakim, Sheikh Muhammad Ali told us an amazing story about him. Um, because he is it is said that he used to be his Abid, isn't A slave before, in it. Yep. And and I know some people say he was a prophet, but people mostly say he was an abid, isn't it He was a so
1: righteous
0: Muhammad, man, yeah. He's a righteous man, Allah. But anyway, he before that, he was a abid, a slave, isn't it? So, what happened was Sheikh Muhammad told us one day he's giving a lecture. And he's given a lecture, Lookman Hakim was given a lecture. And then one guy who knew him back in the day when he was uh, an abbot, saw him and said, are you not Lookman, That guy who used to be an abbot, he said, yeah, he said, when did you get to this position?" <laughs> he saw him giving a lecture to a large gathering. He's like, when did you get to this position?" He said, uh, and, uh, and two things have helped me. He said, controlling my tongue and staying away from that which didn't concern me. So that's what Sheikh Muhammad said. That controlling your tongue as well is another thing, because sometimes gossiping is another bad habit. They affect your heart, don't they? Or if you lie, you know, if you're just you know in chatting gibberish and stuff like that, they, it hurts your heart. And can you touch on that? The the bad habits of gossiping and how they affect your heart as well? Because that's of if you're wasting your time on that on social media as well. Of course, for me,
1: well, actually, whenever I I see someone talking about someone, or mm. I see myself ed- edging to speak about someone. I always go back to the principle and I say, would I would I allow or would I be okay to say that in front of Ibrahim right now? No. Stop. (laughs) I can say yes, okay, go ahead. But in terms of backbiting and 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 gossiping and these things are they are the destroyers of your Amen.
0: Yeah.
1: Now you're not only backbiting, some of the people they say to you, Oh, yeah, yeah, but he's okay with it. It does not matter. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala forbade the Prophet sallallahu wa sallam, has spoken about it. And one of the examples that I can give you that can actually um, is a wake-up call for everyone else is the fact that the Prophet Allah wa ta'ala, says in the Quran is like you are eating your brothers or your sisters flesh meat or their flesh. Okay, and not even alive while they are dead. So <coughs> imagine that and there's a hadith of the Prophet Muhammad where two of the companions, I think it was Umar and Abu Bakr I, 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 I believe. It was one of two of two of the two of the actually Khulafa al Rashidin. They came to the Prophet, they they told the they sent their their mate uh, the the Khadim to the Prophet Muhammad their servant, and they said to him, Go get some food for us. The khadim overslept. So when he got to the Prophet Muhammad and he said, uh, the companion said this, the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi said, go back to them and say, you've already eaten. And they were yeah. like, they, he went back to them and he said, oh, the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi said, you've already ate. He said, when? Yeah. So they came with him. They came to the Prophet Muhammad and the Prophet Sallallahu said, listen, I can see the flesh and the blood of the person that you're backbiting in your teeth right now. So you're already full. You have no need of food. And oh. they, they realized what happened. And they said, oh, he oversleeps. He doesn't wake up early to make food for us he always yeah. oversleeps how many yeah. times do we say these kind of things
0: but it's many years. yeah we
1: don't realize that the detrimental effect that it can have on your khlaq, on your manners mm-hmm. on your behavior and um, also it can create bad thoughts yeah from other people now if I always speak ill of you ill of you ill of you khalas, you I will get used to being you becoming someone who's like useless so I will say yeah yeah. useless he doesn't know do nothing we he became and we became a not and this yeah. is where we always need to go back to the quran and the hadith yeah, realize exactly. that okay it's haram to backbite. by it's haram to belittle it's haram to despise others and what actually works also for me in terms of not only imagining that i'm saying this in front of you can i say it no what other works for me is on the day of judgment want you come and mm-hmm. The Prophet Al-Azhan asked Is that Manil Muflis? Who is the one who's the bankrupt, the one who doesn't have no deeds? And you know the hadith as well. At the end, he mentions someone who used to backbite people, who used to hate people, who used to kill people, and they will come, they will take his uh, uh ajar. And when his ajar, there's nothing left for his good deeds. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will take the bad deeds of those people and he will put it on top of them. That person from the beginning, some of the ulama's they say he was destined to go to Jannah, yeah. and yeah. then he ends up where in hellfire. Because of what? Of the
0: tongue. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. It's like, again, it's like, if you're doing that, it means you're using your time and your days. And, you know, you're like, again, it will come into attention and the thought process. It's mm. like, and, it, and also, it like, becomes a habit. That's the problem. When it becomes a habit, it's part of your habit. You don't even, you're not even aware of it anymore. Because you that's what i Yeah, because just because you're, it becomes part of your personality, innit? You know, like it becomes that, and that's the danger. That's when I realized that, like, how aware and the thought process. So it's kind of like you say, even your conscious, it's like listening to your heart. I always say to people, listen to your heart. Even when I talk to the or you know, like non-Muslim people, they always say I talk to them about habits and that. And I told them that funny story, you know, that legend that I tell, I always tell that funny story of the crazy Somali man who used to talk to himself. And I say, look, he said, I'm, I'm not only to talk to myself. I only make myself to hear what I'm saying. And when I listen to the non-Muslim people, I get two types of people. Those who say, pay attention. And then even recently, I was talking to a guy and one of them, he, I said, what's the biggest behavior you changed when I was telling me? And he told me he tried to commit suicide three times i've learned to and open up people's heart because i've learned if you ask them a question and they can see you're listening sincerely just trying to pick their brain they end up over after a few you know a little while later they start opening the deepest emotion i say i'm deeply interested in the emotional side of the human experience so then you start to see that the you know the matters of the heart and when i asked that guy what what happened what was the situation the same thing you were just saying before is because of the people who he was with yep you know, like you're yeah, drinking yeah. and going there and then you this is all fun for a while but then over a period your conscience tells you when he you go i mean he loses his flavor so now after you you get used to drinking one pint you're going to need more ain't you yeah, of course. <laughs> gonna, of course. you need more and then more and then more and then the drugs and then because that's the nature of feelings you get used to and then you want more and more so even the people in somalia who they get used to one machine they want two machine then three machine then they're going to have in khamri and hashish and you get it more and more then it becomes and and then that's when there's a point what i've realized even with everyone i realized because allah said he will show the signs within us and within the universe everybody will get an insight onto the true onto the true nature of life or the or the true nature of their situation you know like the trigger because allah is kind he will let you know so boom there's a window if you don't take advantage of that window, it seems like to me from my experience there's a point of no return. Yep. Where you've got a window to change, but if you don't change, you just go on a dime, go on. down downward spiral. Do you get it? And then and it's not like you didn't have the opportunity. Allah is kind mm-hmm. send you a fence circumstances to trigger you hopefully though some of those they even call it like emotional significant emotional reaction because if something emotional like you're not even that emotion of those guys are mm-hmm. crying you know and that that motivated you to learn arabic <laughs> yeah. just think about it it was a significant enough emotional reaction seeing no. there so i realize there's a window where we don't pay attention to that? Do you find that even with you, even given to you as a teacher now, as a student, do you get students who are talented, for example, but because of the behavior, mm. yeah. they just can't see, and then you like, hopefully something will just trigger them. Yes. <laughs> do you get like that as yes. well? Yes.
1: It's, 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 yeah, it's like, uh, there are so many situations and so many incidents that uh, sometimes you see a, a trainee or a student, mm. and then you know, this, this, this gentleman is talented. But then again, they don't want to use that talent. So what what, what what put them off is the fact that they have never been praised. I was I was talking to one kid one time, and then I told him, I said to him, listen, you, you're good. And he said, uh, Mr Ali, nobody has ever said to me I'm good.
0: Yeah, I said i him,
1: I'm, I'm telling you, you are exceptional. You can do this yeah, with your eyes closed. Yeah. And it was like, yeah, I've, I've, I'm always good at this. He's good at like, you know, I'm in hand skills and, and, and motor skills yes. and all these kind of things. So sometimes it's like actually praising people and tell, not, not, not excessive praising, that's but just encouraging,
0: encouraging yeah. talent
1: will always say, oh, OK, right. When I was in UK and I, was, I used to work with the, with the youth and the Delignero and and in the schools or in the homework club or whatever, Do you know, I never, ever used to advise them from the beginning. I used to make jokes,
0: yeah. and then
1: I used to stay with them, chill with them, and then they used to ask me a question at the end. And then that's when I, my da'wah used to come in.
0: But yeah. my da'wah
1: was never direct. My da'wah was yeah. always like, one guy said to me, bro, we, we, were, we were speaking to some of the youth one time, and then a brother said to me, you wasted wasting time now. Get to the point. I said, I said to him, listen, these youngsters, that's not how we roll with them. Let's get them first. Let, let them yeah. trust us. So we were there for a week. Mm. And then the last day, one of the, one of the guys came up to me and then he said to me, bro, can I have your number? I need to talk to you privately. Mm. And I said, of course. He mm. called me and then we spoke. And then he, he seeked advice. And I think thinking to myself, alhamdulillah, out of 20, if one of them called me, that's the yeah. name of Allah. So yeah. this is where we need to realize that nowadays, in terms of changing people's behavior, in terms of the ibadah, righteousness, work, education, we have, to, we, have to be, we have to go down to their level. Not the fact yeah. that we have to do the same thing they're doing, but we need to understand, as you were talking about earlier, we need to understand how they behave. We need to understand yeah. their behavior,
0: yeah. what they're
1: going through right now.
0: Yeah, um, sahih, when it comes yeah, yeah. to
1: teenagers, teenagers are always uh, they're quite challenging. So yeah. the Prophet sallam, has given us the foundation and the principles for it. When your child is between the age of one and four, play with them. Four and seven or four to ten, try to advise them. Twelve and above, you be friend with them. Mm. That's what the Prophet yeah, yeah, said. Like, so now yeah. all the teenagers we're trying to advise, actually, we need to be friends with them. We need to yeah. bring them closer, even I mean if they, they have ass. some bad habits. Well, like one get one kid had a haircut one time, and then I was talking to him. I said to him, I was like, Wow, your hair your haircut looks cool. One of them said, No, teacher, that's haram. I said, No, I said, no. I said Look. Me, the mirror is missing,
0: I've got it here. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. obviously. So, and he was like, joke.
1: so he saw that as a
0: joke. And like then I told joke. him at the end, I said, yeah. the
1: Prophet sallam, has forbade for us to leave some of the heart, a hair and, and mm. cut the rest. So yeah. I said, next time try to have it all level. And yeah. alhamdulillah, a joke and a da'wah. A joke and a da'wah, yeah. not all the time, yeah. but with the youngsters, it. it works.
0: Mm. Yeah. yeah it's like you're saying it comes down to that it? like you know in the right moment the right situation and what to say what not to say and stuff like that because then you end and also with experience as you trial and error you sometimes like you make a lot of mistakes and then every week you improve on it you ask what questions to what questions work what engages people that's what I learned as well whenever you talk to people you see what questions engage in which one they're not really bothered and also you notice the body language, of they board bored, if they're ready to go. Oh, okay. So you start to, like, experience, it and you start to gather data. Which reminds me about the youth work. And there was an initiative you started, mashallah, in Broomhall, when you used to do a little walk around the area. Can you tell <laughs> me about that? <laughs> How did you start? And it, was,
1: it, was, it was actually quite a uh, quite few of us. Uh One time I was actually, I, I used to walk in Broomhall as well. Sometimes I used How
0: many to... of you met you? There was you, Saeed. I know Saeed.
1: There was me. The, there was abdul jabbar well was a there was actually quite a few of us uh, yes. yeah so what happened was that uh, we realized that the, the youth always used to hang around outside the masjid and in and all those kind of places yeah so we said why don't we go out and actually walk with them rather yes. than go to them and advise them we said let's yes. guys let's go for a walk yeah. so initially from the beginning they wouldn't come they would like nah, no nah, i'm busy i'm doing something so what triggered this was yeah. i was walking one day and then yeah. i did uh, that technique that you told me self technology yeah, was
0: actually yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> and i said yeah. and i was saying to myself what can we do for these youth they're actually there yeah. Yeah. and uh, they want to change so. but they don't know how so, so i said you would be great for us to, to walk with them, just to understand their their behavior and everything else. Yeah, so we said, okay, why don't we and there was a lot of crime in Broomhall at that time. So we said also we are trying, we we will, we will, we will, we will become a deterrent to the yeah. crimes that are taking place in the in the in the area at that time. So we used to go for a walk between seven until nine every night. Or two nights. Every, we, we, we ended up walking up every night, but initially we started it with two nights, seven till yeah, nine.
0: So you ended up doing seven, uh, uh, essentially. Yeah, that was yeah.
1: the peak. So yeah. what, what, what motivated us to do that was uh, we wanted to reach out to the, to the youngsters and at the same time mm. make the area feel a little bit more uh, safe. safe. And then the police were picking on the little ones. So sometimes we would be in between. We would talk to the police and we would talk to the youth and say, listen, we would mediate between you guys. You don't understand each other. So we'll try yeah. to get in between and, and, and seek. If we can translate for you, the police yeah. are speaking a different language. The kids are speaking a different language. So they understand each other. And um, alhamdulillah, it was actually quite successful.
0: Uh, yeah. We
1: managed to get some of the youngsters out of the streets. And that's why you don't hear these kind of things. Because so we're to do it for the sake of Allah. and And there was no money involved. There was no yeah. interest in there. It was just yeah. purely because we had love. For me, yeah. I see them as my youngest, as, as my brothers, my my cousins, my nieces, my nephews. Yeah. So I said, I don't want them to end up in prison or, or, or end up in, in somewhere else. Let me yeah. at least give them my time. If I can't give them money, yeah. if I can't give them advice, let me give them my time. But Alhamdulillah, I think eventually because we... Some of them got busy. I traveled. It died down a little bit. Yeah. But whenever yeah. I go back, uh, I actually go to the same spot and they always come. So they ask me yeah. about Saudi Arabia.
0: So, <laughs> <laughs> so
1: <laughs> I will be in the same place and I'm thinking, oh, boys, are back. And they'll be like, oh, and wallahi, the respect and the yeah. trust that we built with those youngsters. We realized, that's when I realized for me, before I was quite adamant. I was like, these guys are bad boys. That's mm. when I realized they have a heart and they actually human beings. Yeah,
0: and they would they listen to you.
1: And my yeah. wife, when I was in Saudi Arabia, the family was still in the UK. My wife had a bit of a problem with their car. Can you yeah. imagine? Eight of them. Eight of them came to <laughs> her aid. <eight>. Yo, that's <laughs> that's i like his wife, man. Let's help her. So, yeah. Alhamdulillah. You know what I mean? At least they had they have yeah. that effect that yeah, I was yeah, there yeah, for yeah, them and, yeah. and I cared <laughs> about them. And,
0: yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> eight of them, yeah
1: <laughs> and, and someone who's actually good at that as well is uh is yourself and also Shaykh uh, <laughs> like Muhammad Ali. Uh Shaykh Mohammed Ali was the first person who encouraged who encouraged me to do khutbah. Yeah, um,
0: Friday, was... we missed you by the way, we missed you. Allah we used to look forward to you because he was inspirational, mashallah. We missed he
1: that. you. Have... <laughs> he was the
0: trigger. He was the trigger. Yeah, mashallah, <laughs> yeah, we miss you, Allah. Yeah, he was
1: we the trigger, him. yeah. So Empowering yeah. the youth, actually, and, and inspiring them and giving them the opportunity for them to shine. It's, yeah. That can change. That can change their behavior. Yeah. That can change their way. Giving them responsibility as well. Yeah. Um, it, it, it's important. Different. Yeah, it's important.
0: The triggering. So there's a trigger. We learn how powerful triggers. Even now, when you go back, you see the triggering in place, which reminds me, you know, what I realized was, you know, environment and space and place. We we don't realize that we have a relationship with it because you know which reminds me of the man who killed 99. Like for example, you remember the story, you know. And also Bilal after the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam died, he couldn't stay there because it was emotionally too much for him to stay. Can you uh, expand on that?
1: Oh, uh, of course, of course. Uh, changing the environment, uh, changing the city, leaving that place. It's yeah. also I can give you an example. Uh, there was a there was a there was a kid that I used to work with, uh, yeah. and. And he, he's not a kid anymore, he's, he's 25 years old. So he yeah. was involved with all the drama and the things that's happening in Sheffield. Yeah. So one Saudi brother, one day we ended up eating in Wicca and he was with me. A Saudi brother recognized that I was, I gave khubba in my sirisala. So he came yes. over to talk to us. Yeah. And, uh, and we were just talking and this Saudi brother was like, oh yeah, back in the days I used to do drifting when I was in Saudi Arabia, I was a bad boy. Yeah. So when, yeah. I moved, when I moved to Makkah, I completely changed.
0: Yeah,
1: oh, and then I said, Oh, okay. So I spoke to the chat, I spoke to the kids, and I said to him, Listen, if you don't like Sheffield and you think mm. Sheffield is a bad influence for you, why do you move out? He said, Where yeah. can I go? I said, Move to Birmingham. I can sort you yeah. out with some brothers that can help you find your yeah. place. Actually, he moved to Birmingham. Now yeah. he's got a child. Ma-shallah. He's actually, he's, actually uh, he's, he's training to be a nurse. And, yeah. and he stopped smoking. Yeah. And, alhamdulillah, you know, like changing environment and changing places. Yeah. It's yeah. also important. And the other thing, like I think what the fundamental part is talking to them.
0: Yeah. Even I if you understand. don't advise them. Mm. Akhi,
1: how many times do you hear our elders or our our our, our community saying these are the these the, 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 these these boys are dead, these boys? No. Akhi. He says La min rahmatillah. Like you never ever, you know what I mean, give up the, the, the mercy mm-hmm. of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Like the demand man you talked about now. If you if you ever get the chance, uh uh, uh, read uh, uh, the story of uh, a Sufyan authority and his autobiography is, 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 is send is it to me on WhatsApp. Im- min- I will, inshallah, yeah. I will send it to yeah. you. Yeah. Uh, uh, there are so many uh, companions that used to be they used to be in a state where they were not yeah. happy with their lives, and once they yeah. found Islam, they became leaders.
0: Yeah,
1: so, uh, subhanallah, yeah. changing yeah. the environment. Yes, he actually it has a fundamental part. Yeah. See, that man who killed the 99, the, mm. the Sheikh for the Alim, he went to advise him, he said to him, why don't you do hijra? you know what I mean, leave yeah. this place, go to another yeah. place. And the see, he ended up in Jannah.
0: So, yeah, so, like, yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's what I, because I, my own experience, you know, when I first, when, when I was about 17, 18, and I was starting the wrong path, mm. and then I remember having that thought, and then this thought popped into my head many years later. I would remember there were certain people and certain places, because you have a link in association with them. Yes. So as soon as you see that mate of yours and you've had you know, you've know, had so many great moments together enjoying and chilling, yes. as soon as he's gonna bring back the old emotional triggers, which makes you to forget your long-term aim. Absolutely, <laughs> and emotionally, emotionally absolutely. And you go back to your old ways. Another thing I realized, well, and then that's when I realized, this brings me nicely into important this this means it can work both ways, then I thought. You know, like for example, now say studying. If you create a place to study and you do week after week, as soon as you get in that place, you're gonna go into study mode. Even if you've had a stressful day, because that environment you walk into there, boom, it's like a you think this is your study room. Or um, even you see the prophets used to have in like Prophet Sakriya, and you see they had a place in it, and Salaman. Um, even Allah mentioned. It. Like a
1: place in it, yep. Even Prophet Muhammad used to have, uh, yeah, exactly. Yes, so uh, some of the people they say it's uh for you to actually I do that sometimes. Sometimes I come here, the room I'm in now, it's like it's kind of detached from the rest of the house. So sometimes I come here and I just like either do dhikr or read Quran or just relax or. Or do self uh, tokenology yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think yeah, it's yeah. very important for you to explain that point. There yeah, some of the people are yeah, yeah, thinking self that. tokenology <laughs> yeah. Um,
0: yeah, Basically, it's like going to. It's like that. I was saying. It's like the thought process, isn't it? Like when you say it's the thought and the trigger. It's yeah. just, Or even I explained it before. I will explain that idea more deeply in, in on the podcast. Inshallah. Oh, thanks, it's, the thought, it's like the seventh part of the mental technology of thinking when I share that. It's mm-hmm. like you're using all that. You might be using your imagination to picture a yeah. future FN And Or you might be... Rem- I'll give you an example. You know what? This is another example, actually, yeah? And one night, I was having a very, very stressful time. And then I was going through a difficult period. Then I was in bed. Then I said to myself... You see, I say that to myself. <laughs> you get it? But not like the crazy guy say it out loud, but you say it in your head. I said." <laughs> I said to myself, oh, I had a thought in the times of like, we call it, I had a thought. So I said to myself, you know what, when was the last time you felt like this? That's what I thought. Then as soon as I said that, it pictured my imagination, my attention started looking for moments like this. Then I remembered when I was a teenager, I went through a difficult period like this. Then I said to myself, okay, what did you do to get out of this? And This was the same as difficult period at that time. Mm. What did you do to get out of that situation? I said, Allah, I know what I did. I started praying regularly and I started exercising. The next morning, I woke up motivated to start praying regularly, like doing get to the habit of connecting with Allah because I got disconnected. And then I got into the habit of exercising. So what I'm saying is at that moment, it was a difficult period. But in the blink of an eye, I went into my past, retrieved an old memory of a difficult period, compared and contrast cool. and then used the lessons from the past to move to the future. You see what I'm saying? So when we do that, you might call it self-talk, thinking, or having thoughts, whatever, you, or you might call it imagination. They're all just fancy word for saying the internal dialogue, isn't it? Because mm-hmm. you're asking a question. Even you, just to go back to that example, when you said, and when you saw the kid, you said to yourself, how can I help these kids? And mm-hmm. then that triggered you in the future creating a little walk around and then uh, eventually a little aid, aid of them helping the missus out. You didn't foresee that in the future. <laughs> exactly, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so it's, uh,
1: it's, 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 yeah, it's Well, like sometimes like when you sit with yourself and then you talk to yourself and then you have yes. that conversation with yourself, you can yeah. actually gain a lot from it. Because now it always goes yeah. back to the point where the advice that you give to yourself would yeah. be the most tangible advice that anybody else can give you because you know yourself <laughs> more than anybody else.
0: Yes, yeah, exactly.
1: So what advice now? Okay, if you go to a garage and you take your car and
0: then yeah. you're not a
1: mechanic and the garage yeah. guy says to you, oh, yeah, you need to change this, change that. You think to yeah. yourself, oh, okay, I don't know nothing about cars. So yeah. you know yourself more than anybody else.
0: Yeah. So if yeah. you want to
1: change it, something, you yeah. have to reach out to yourself and say, listen, yeah. we need to have yeah. a conversation. We need to talk.
0: So you And also Allah mentions, "Eh, Allah says walasid ayusha chi wasru." a, uh, yeah. Yeah. a- yeah. So say out loud, isn't it? Yeah,
1: yeah. And uh, going back to the point that you just mentioned, in terms of the ibadah, uh, mm. I know the days that I don't pray in the masjid, or the days that mm. my salah is not consistent. Yeah. I know I'm agitated. I I get angry easily.
0: Yeah. I'm not happy.
1: But yeah. The time I pray my salahs and I read my Quran and do my adhkar i realize i'm always alhamdulillah i'm kind of like more uh
0: You're empowered in it you are empowered in it you feel yeah. positive you feel empowered where well, that's what i'm saying because negative you know which reminds me inshallah i will expand on this on in a different episode but yeah. i learned when it comes to attention there's three the attention of nature is three types there's positive so, your attention or your thoughts can go on. So, if we say attention, it's its own like psychological mechanism, but it's related to your thought. Because mm-hmm. as soon as you put your thought on somewhere, your attention goes where you put your thought in it. So, it's kind of like related. It's hard to separate them. But anyway, there's three types there's positive, there's negative, and there's neutral. And neutral is like, like for example, so obviously, positive, that's what we, whenever, if you have good habits, you feel positive, you're empowered. Like you say, if you're doing your dictionary, you're praying your salat you have a relationship with Allah, right? You're holding on to the rope tightly, hold on to that rope, right? So you're holding on tight and obviously that gives you the trust in Allah. So you're more daring, like psychologically, you're more daring to look inside yourself. So if you spot some negative aspects of yours, like we say, if you saw that you're getting agitated with your daughter, for example, like that example, Mm. you're aware of it and then you're like, no, that's not good. That's not what I want to be like. So you become Mm. aware because you're not scared to say Allah, I'm not, I don't want to be seen as a father who gets attitated <laughs> because Absolutely. you are wearing of your own fall, yeah. so we, like you look into, so psychologically you become more daring, and like you dare to look inside deep, and when you do that, what I realise, you actually discover insights about yourself, but also you make connections that you don't see, that the brain has made so much learning, like that, that friend of yours, that guy who learned Arabic, mm and who learned Arabic from inside his mother's womb. <laughs> he discovers he can speak Arabic without knowing. So you, and then you make connection. And so the connection I realize is basically like, even when you go to that room, I say, slow down. All you're doing is you're slowing down your thinking yep. to a point where it's so slow. You can pay instead of it going 100 per hour and you're missing insights or you're even not aware of your own faults and weaknesses. Do You know what I mean? Like that. Exactly. So that's what I'm saying.
1: Even in the Quran, it tells us uh, uh So it's like you yeah. it always like this contemplate and elaborate, uh re- understand, uh, think, uh, use your thoughts. So now yesterday I was uh, we just went on a trip and then I went we went to the sea. So I was mm-hmm. looking the sea was quite the 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 it was quite windy actually. So you yeah. can see the waves. And yeah. then I'm thinking, I, I was looking at it and I'm thinking to myself, so Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in the Quran, kalmou, there's so many so many waves that are on top of each other. So the yeah. one that is actually making uh, all the sound and all the movements yeah. is the lower wave. Yeah. So the ones are just carrying the the, the current of, of the yeah. sea itself.
0: Yeah. And the
1: sea was so angry yesterday and I was looking and I'm thinking to myself, that's why Allah <laughs> subhanahu wa ta'ala says in the Quran. You have to always like contemplate on the creation of Allah subhanahu wa
0: ta'ala. That was some
1: part that was a small part of the sea,
0: it's a trigger that was a triggering moment, like for you. You look, you think,
1: Whoa, subhanallah, imagine if the sea comes out now. What are we
0: gonna do? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying, and it makes you to be grateful and also makes you aware of how you know, like how fable or weak we are when you look at in the in the universe, in the great universe of Allah, you notice that thing. And also I saw that another thing I learned as well, that's why you see successful people with a, like, in terms of like material wise, you say like, in Bill Gates, Elon Musk, all those people, they all got they all have that habit of like contemplating and thinking deeply on it, and then they, they even I heard he says they's got this principle called the first principle, which is a bit hard to explain, but it's good with an example. He mm. says that it's like a truth filter, truth filter. So whenever you have an, an idea, it's just an assumption. If I say to you, Ali, I got an idea to make a million pound. It's just an idea. We have to test it and assumption to so you go through filter, so you check it out, investigate it. Is there enough customers? Is there enough people? Is there enough people? So they give you an example of Elon Musk example. He was saying when he went to um, say the solo panel, you know, like solo, like the so he wanted to electrical car and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. So he, and okay, we can take the sun's sunlight, but what about in the night time when there's no sun? How are we going to? You know, powered uh, solar panels when there's no sun in the nighttime. So he said, "Okay, we need the batteries." And he said, "Oh, okay, then let's, let's go and find out how much a battery cost. So he goes on ch- checkles on the market. The fundamental material for um, batteries, what they made of, and then they realize it's made of. You can get them for the material. It's made of like it's make and it's like worth dollars and pounds. like pounds. So he's thinking, "Oh, mm. this is, technology will make it cheaper. No problem. So we can create enough batteries." to recharge the sun, and in the night time when there's no sun, get the batteries to recharge the solar panel. Do you get what I mean? Wow. So, do you, So he's he's investigating. Each time you have an idea, you investigate, and then you investigate more, and you investigate till you, so you're filtering what's true instead of it just being an assumption. And like even as Muslims, we have to not, we have to verify it. It's the or the Qur'an. Is it, it that whenever somebody comes to you with news, in it? So yes, he
1: says, so that, you always have to ver- verify it. So it doesn't yeah, yeah. have to be necessarily. It's faster someone who's not, who's who's not like a righteous person. But yeah. even if someone I'm comes verified. to you with the news, you verify it, yeah. Because he yeah, says yeah. uh, if you don't verify it, it can cause havoc. You know, yeah, yeah. a lot yeah. of uh, <laughs> problems.
0: So i um, well, so one thing is the same principle applies that when you have an idea or what you yeah. want to do, what you think, you should create a time to verify is it, or even yourself. Like now, for example. In if you and the missus had an argument, for example, mm. and then and she's right, but because of bride, you're not acknowledging it now. You look, is that a fact? Is it because it's a fact, or is it bride that's stopping You if you notice his bride, you have to admit to the facts because Allah knows. Yeah. You yep. what I mean? So yep. you go, so if it's your pride of me, oh no, I'm not gonna let her get it right, <laughs> then you're aware of your weakness,
1: then if you will then you will be trying that for the rest of your life. You know I mean? <laughs> Until the time you go to your grave, you always have to give up.
0: <laughs> it becomes a habit. You get it. It becomes a habit. You see the truth, but you turn the blind eye to it. So you make it look like it's a fact that she's wrong. But it's not a fact she's wrong. It's a fact. The fact is because of your bride. So that's so what I'm the saying. The arrogance, yeah. Becoming, yeah, arrogance. and So what I'm saying, now imagine if you're a president of a nation. Forget yeah. it, like we're talking about husband and the wife or your kids and the son. I saw the story of a guy who didn't speak to his son. I heard the story. One guy of a book was telling the story. and He said he said hasn't spoke to him for 20 years. And then the psychologist was asking him why. He said, I can't remember. <laughs> Just imagine you haven't spoke to your son for 20 years and you can't remember exactly what he was. <laughs> That's what oh. I'm saying. People say, See that? Imagine that. You can't exactly remember. Like I can't. Just we had some disagreement twenty years ago. No, a, yeah. and we haven't spoken. There.
1: I don't <laughs> you know, no, it's it's it's. You know, like honestly speaking, these kind of topics in terms of the human behavior, mm-hmm. and also, um, in terms of the of the change that we can make within ourselves. Yeah. And 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 it's 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 something. It's it's always been there.
0: Yeah. Sah-
1: attention to it
0: yeah I know that's the reason yeah. yeah because
1: you're reading and you're listening and you yeah. are investigating and you are researching and these all these things are actually uh, coming back.
0: So awareness, like awareness. Yeah, you're, you're igniting
1: <laughs> your, 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 your memories and and I always tell people I say listen whatever you put your heart into yeah is always achievable it's always achievable. So yeah. as long as you have the love for you to do it, yeah. alhamdulillah but if you don't if yeah. you don't like it and you don't want to do it then you're obviously wasting your time
0: yes yeah, and also oh. allah said <laughs> so you you to... to... yes yeah. absolutely allah
1: change
0: the of the people until they change and that's why i realized once we change internally so that's what i that's why i just with the podcast or any habit what i realized that i came to the conclusion i said look if we want to change I realize that's my message, inshallah, to anyone else Say, look, it's to, it's like, if you want to change your life, you have to change something, a habit in your life, in your daily routine, whether it be a mental habit or an mm-hmm. emotional habit, like pride is an emotional habit of like yep. going to that gamble, if it becomes your pride, even the facts or the truth in front of you, but your pride overcomes, I think Abu Jahil was like this, were not he, like he, he yeah. knew the truth, didn't he, yeah, he knew of the course, truth. Of course, a lot of
1: people so, even know the truth now, the pride Uh, that's why people who have pride will never enter jannah because it will never enter jannah because of what because of this pride can prevent or can stop you from actually gaining or or achieving something Mm -hmm. which is greater good so yeah, that's why so, people always, uh, the pride always, they say, oh, okay, I cannot do this, I cannot do that, I don't want to do this, I don't want... Some people, would, they would love to praise a lot, five daily prayers. Yeah. yeah. because of of, of of their pride, they think to themselves, oh, if I pray five daily prayers, I'll, I'll be seen as a weak person. So they will be yeah. like, okay, now I don't have to pray, I can pray at home. So people don't see me praying. Yeah. Um, and and this is, is, is so for you, like, you'll be thinking, what? But then again, the person who's going through that that process, the process yeah. for them is okay because he has that pride,
0: yeah. Sahad, yeah, that's what I'm another another thing as well. Is fear is something that stops us, even for us, yeah. from going for it because, like, sometimes, right. even me, like, when you look at it, like, if you have an idea, it's the fear of maybe you come across as strange if you talk about thought process or self analogy and then you say, But if, like, you say you don't care, you just go for it anyway, yeah. It's yeah. yeah. Oh, another one as well is boredom, like we just mentioned, it can stop you. I heard somebody say boredom has ruined more entrepreneurs than failure. <laughs> or even like you said earlier, we mentioned that it can stop you because even that target, because probably the foundation, to mention, go back to what you mentioned earlier, is probably the foundations were mm. not laid deeply in it. But he said boredom stops more entrepreneur than, than failure. failure, yeah. They, they, because they get bored and start the next thing. Then they get bored of the next thing. And that's what I find with us <laughs> as well. <It's> like... <laughs> Yeah, and what I was gonna say was what advice would you have for any brothers or sisters who are going through any struggle and also and help them to and keep going, inshallah yep.
1: um, I think the most important thing is uh, is 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 believing every hardship, there is an ease. Okay, no one on the face of earth will say to you that they had an easy going or they had an easy life, every single one of us. Has gone through some sort of a difficulty, some sort of a trials and tribulations or whatever, and uh, and the, the what can keep you going is is believing that inna ma'al usri yusra, and then Allah subhanahu wa taala did not only leave it once, Allah subhanahu wa taala repeated it again for inna ma'al usri yusra. Each hardship there is an ease, and each hardship there is an ease, and you have to realize in life. I, I love this quote. He always says, life doesn't give you what you want. It gives you what you deserve. <laughs> so if, you, if you're going through difficulties at the moment, you have to know that you have been tested. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala always tests people that he loves, the companions and the salihin. Even if you're not practicing, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tests you. So always seek advice, speak to someone, don't keep it to yourself if you have any difficulties, or you go through uh, some sort of a depression or anxiety, or whatever, speak to someone, someone that you can trust. And and once you talk about it, you will feel that there's a weight has been lifted over your shoulders, and then you will feel happy. And whenever you, you, you go to that stage where uh, you realize that you have you are going through difficulties, and then you 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 believe that Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala will make it easy for you. Then stay on that. Be consistent on it. Continue going. Because what what do they say? There's a saying that says, uh, "What doesn't kill you only makes you stronger." So you know it's not going to kill you. It will actually make you stronger. And put it this way. You see all these successful people, once upon a time, they were in a situation where they were going through a lot of difficulties. Mm-hmm. No one, even myself, including myself, can say to you, things were always been amazing, fantastic. And a few months ago, I lost my mother and I was very, very close to my mother. Yeah, and I realized sense. that I was actually going down the drain by not talking, not thinking. And I wasn't as active as I was before. Then at the end, I realized, you know what? My mom raised me well, Allah She did that, she, she, she sacrificed because she wanted me to have a better life. I said, let me continue everything that I was doing and then do something for her as well. So that was the motivation for me to come out of that situation. I was actually down. I was like, my missus was worried. She was like, you're not laughing anymore. And I smile all the time. I'm teaching my students the they like, teacher, why are you not smiling? And I'm thinking a huge part of my life is gone and I can't get yeah. it back. So that motivated me to keep going to do these uh, charity uh, sadaqa collections, uh, to do these reminders, to continue the way I was before because I know she would be thinking, okay, alhamdulillah, I is coming to my grave because of my children and rather than me sitting down and saying, I'm going to cry about my mother passing away. Yeah. So yeah, it's it's it comes, but no, always there's a light at the end of the tunnel
0: that was a beautiful advice. Yeah. And Ali, it's been a pleasure. And it's been a pleasure and a great conversation talking to you. And it's always, always, always a pleasure. And I'm sure in this, in this won't be the last one, no. inshallah. We'll no, inshallah.
1: No. No, any time. <laughs> um, inshallah.
0: Any time, yeah. It's been great pleasure. And I want to say to you, thank you for taking the time and for sharing all that knowledge and experience and wisdom and that great advice.
1: As you're right, the pleasure is mine and continue doing what you're doing. I know I know you're passionate about this. I remember about, was it two years ago when we had that conversation? Self-technology.
0: Yeah. And,
1: and I will never forget that. That's the trigger for me every time I remember you. I will always remember you as the Ibrahim. Good habits. Yeah. uh Ibrahim the runner. Ibrahim the yeah. habit man. Ibrahim the community yeah. man. So keep going, keep doing what you're yeah. doing and ask Allah subhanahu wa Taala to reward you for it. And if yeah. you want our support, we are here. We are here, inshallah. I'm not there. So obviously, whatever input that you 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 you, you require, uh, let me know. Inshallah.
0: Thank Speak to you soon. Inshallah. Sallallahu. Thanks, bro. But that's it for today's episode. And I wish you success in this life and the hereafter. And I ask Allah to give us all Atina fi Dunya Hasana fi al-Akhirat Hasana wa Allah give us good in this life and the hereafter from the السلام عليكم ورحمة الله وبركاته